Hey there, everybody. How you doing today? Pastor Chip again. Hope everybody's doing well. Today I'm going to talk about friends. I was flipping through my wife's Bible again and I saw some things on friends and I got to looking on friends and there's a lot of stuff in the Bible on friends. A lot of different verses, but you know, Job had three friends that stuck it out with him when he was going through his hard time and guided and gave him counsel and Well, some some of it wasn't so good, but nonetheless, they were there and they hung it out with him. But what about you? You got any friends with you? You got any good friends? I mean, really, really good friends. Do you have a friend that has gone through what you've gone through? You know, I don't know, uh, any situations you've gone through in life, you have a friend that's gone through the same thing. A divorce, uh, lost a child, uh, lost a spouse to death. You got any friends that's gone through these things and can understand and share with you? And then... There's those other quote-unquote friends. You know the friends I'm talking about. The ones that are like leeches. They take, 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 but they never give. You know, you give them things. You give them things you have that you don't need or you don't want anymore and they gladly take them they don't offer you anything or any money or you know anything they don't offer anything and then when they have something or come across something or something you would like to share in they don't throw nothing back your way, do they? They forget all about what you've done or given them. But you know, I have this old saying. Um, when you give, you give without the expectation of getting anything back. You know, if you give somebody a, a bicycle, you give it out of the goodness of your heart. But when you have these people that you give that are around you and you give a lot of things to, and eventually you would think maybe you'd, you'd get a little bit back, wouldn't you? You wheel and deal in cars or, you know, different things, just... You think 
Okay. I see how this friendship's working, right? I mean, you have friends that are, they always seem to be the going out, hanging out, having fun with other people, but when you want to do something, they only go if it's convenient for them, right? But then you've got those good, good friends that you share that bond with. That no matter where you left off, it's like when the next time you talk to them, it's like you've never been separated, right? I've got those friends too. I got those friends. You know, we had that saying in the military that. You know how to tell the difference between your good friends and your bad friends? When you call a really good friend, tell them you need help, they show up and bring their own shovel. That's how you know you got a good friend. They don't ask any questions. And they cry with you and help you throw the dirt in on top, right? So you got those kind of friends, you got the leeches, the friends of convenience, and then you've got the true friends. My true friends, I say, are thicker than blood. You know, they say that Blood is thicker than water. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call it flag on that one. I don't know what kind of blood they're talking about being thicker than water, but I tell you what, I got some, I got some brothers, I got some brothers around the world that. I know our blood, our blood is a different kind of blood, and it's thicker than the blood of a family member. Got those friends that I could call, or they could call me, and I'd say, I'm on the way. Let me put my affairs in order and pack a bag and... I'll be there as fast as I can. But you've got family that you can't even get family to call you on your birthday, can you? It seems like family, though, they think because that they're family that they have an unspoken um What's the word? Privilege or right to just treat you like crap. I think family treats you worse than strangers sometimes. And there's that old saying was, 
You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. There's a lot of truth in that. A lot of truth. See, friends make you mad. You just cut them off, block their number. Don't let them in the house no more. Some of these family makes you wonder what the heck they've been thinking, smoking, drinking. Right? But you know, I, I knew this would go two different ways. Good friends and bad friends and good situations, bad situations and likewise this is Proverbs eighteen twenty four A man of too many friends comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And I guess when I think of that verse a man of too many friends comes to ruin i think about friends and family and individuals that i know that you see they're just running crazy with the crowd and you keep telling them you're gonna get in trouble gonna get in trouble and what happens they get in trouble a whole lot of them get in trouble and what is the first thing that happens when people get in trouble? Well, he did it. Or she did it. There's no... Oh... Loyalty. There's no loyalty among these type of friends. They'll sell you out. Rat you out. Whatever it takes to save their skin. You're a friend of convenience. So you've got friends of convenience. It's convenient for them to be your friend because you've got a car. It's convenient for them to be your friend because you've got drugs or alcohol or a place to stay for them to sleep tonight when they're so drunk they can't make it home. These are friends of convenience. But when they have something, they don't want to share it. Don't want to drive you around. I've had those friends. I've had them in the military. I have them now. You just got to learn to say no. You got to learn to keep them at a distance. And then there's another one I was reading, Proverbs 16, let's see. Oh, there you go. A perverse man, 16.28, a perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. A perverse man sows strife. So somebody who's up to no good, always in trouble. And a whisperer separates the best of friends. You got that kind of friend that is jealous or whatever and separates friendship. Gets you into trouble, basically. 
that's not the kind of friend you need. But back to 1824, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I've got them. I got friends closer than a brother. I know we've all got them. And you know, if you look at Jesus and his apostles, he had he had one. One of those twelve was closer than a brother. And if you don't know, his name was John. And you know, it's sad. I don't even know all the names of the twelve apostles, but Peter and John were up at the top. And all the apostles were martyred, suffered a, a you know, death for doing what they were doing. Except for John. John lived to die of natural causes. You know, if you read about the Last Supper, he was leaning up against Jesus on the floor when they were sitting around at the table eating. He was leaning up against him. You know, John wrote several books. First, second, John, John, um, Revelation. And just in case you didn't know this about John, he was so disliked by the emperor that the emperor was put on a big deal in the Colosseum and was going to kill Christians to make the crowd happy. And they killed a bunch of Christians. And he had these big vats, big cauldrons, whatever you want to call them, big giant pots full of oil. And they had a fire put under them. And they had John lowered into the pot to boil him alive. And guess what? It didn't work. John was sitting there saying, turn the heat up, Nero, or whoever it was, said this was, this uh, hot tub ain't warm enough. How about giving me a glass of wine and some grapes over here while I'm chilling in front of everybody? Made the emperor so mad he couldn't kill him that he banished him to the Isle of Patmos where John wrote the book of Revelation. Isn't that amazing? That's a friend for you. That's a friend who came through for John. Right? Jesus came through for John and saved him from being boiled alive. So, you know, 
just think about it. If you're going about your day, think about your friends. Think about the types of friends you have. See if you can put them on a list in your head. Who's your friend that would go to jail with you? Who's your friend that would rat you out if the cops knocked on their door? And who's your friend if you told him you really needed him to show up at your house with a shovel would you never see him again? Think about that. It's kind of fun to think about. Who's your real, really committed friends, I guess you could say. But you know what I always tell people? There are only two people that I can truly, truly, truly count on to keep my secrets. That's God and me. Other than that, I don't trust nobody no further than I can throw them. So pray for your friends and cherish the friends that you do have. Cherish the ones that are close. And try sometimes to overlook some of the things that they do. Because guess what? They're about as perfect as you are. And this is Pastor Chip. I hope you all have a blessed day and evening. Or whatever you're doing tomorrow or tonight when you listen to this, just be safe. Keep praying. I pray for y'all. Be blessed in everything that you do. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in.